Welcome to Voices of the Ville, Roz's premier news podcast. Hope you enjoy. Welcome back to episode 12 of Voices in the Ville. I'm Evan Beerscheid, and one fun fact about me is I am the biggest bird. I'm India Moore, and one fun fact about me is I love the donuts on Wednesday. Um, I'm Andy San, and one fun fact about me is that I am an average uh, ice spice enjoyer. And I'm Evelyn, and one fun fact about me is I love nerds clusters. This week, we will discuss the stress around the school. Uh, current events. And a, we will be doing a Grammys recap over on Bangers and Zoinkers. This, this is Voices of, of the Ville. Welcome to the Ville Review. It's no secret that today's young people are stressed. The Ville did a survey developed by staff writer Jada Wilson, and it surveyed raw students during the last week of January and found that school causes teens the most stress. When asked about their biggest stressors, 91% of Ross students cited that school and grades were the biggest stressor, followed by family at a 36% and extracurricular activities at a 32%. Rounding out the top five were peer relationships and work. Students attributed school stress to homework, grading practices, early mornings, and the quick pacing in some classes. Raiders frequently mention the lack of sleep as a byproduct of their stress, which is why late starts on Wednesdays were frequently mentioned as their favorite morning. One respondent wrote that it would be very helpful if every day was a late start like Wednesday. Many respondents also mentioned the desire for a study hall or a free period. Maybe we should have a study hall, one student commented. I know it's a lot to ask for less schoolwork, but I really think there's no need for so much work, and considering the fact that I stay up till 12 a.m. doing my homework less would be better. More students know how to access support systems at Roz. However, many seem some need for improvements. Some readers share confusion about who they should see for difficult problems, and one respondent requested that the school make it more obvious who they should see, counselors or psychologists. Other respondents expressed incredulity in whether the school can help with students' mental health. One respondent said, To be honest, I don't believe anyone in the school can help improve students' mental health besides students themselves. But I guess they can have some support for teachers, staff, etc. Thank you for listening. This is Current Events. Welcome back to Current Events. This week we will be talking about the earthquake in Turkey. More than 11,000 people have died so far after the 7.8 magnitude earthquake that hit Turkey and some of Syria. The earthquake was felt in Lebanon, Jordan, Israel, and Egypt. It was followed by dozens of aftershocks, including an usually powerful 7.5 magnitude quake. Thousands of emergency workers have been searching and finding people under the rubble of buildings since Monday. You can find more of this at the Washington Post. Thanks for listening. Get ready for a special segment. Welcome back to Bangers. And Zoikers. With Beershide. And Zan. This week we are going to be talking about the 2023 Grammys, kind of giving it a review, what we think were some of the best picks, some of the worst picks, and everything in between. Alright, first up, we are going to be talking about the big four categories, and the first with that will be Record of the Year. So the winner for that was About Damn Time by Lizzo, and I think that's a pretty fair 
choice. Yeah, I really enjoyed that song. Yeah, I think she really deserves the Grammy too. Yeah. Um, especially because she's like she has like a big part in representation for a lot of different kind of people. For sure. Next up is Album of the Year, and the winner for this one was Harry's House by Harry Styles. I personally really disagree with this choice. I think it was a pretty good album, but I think this was the most agreeable choice compared to something like Kendrick Lamar's album or yeah. Beyonce's album, which I think were vastly superior, both musically and in the statements they made. Right, yeah. Um, and I think, I mean, Harry's House, in my opinion, I feel like isn't one of his best albums. Yeah. Um, I think that he has better ones, but, um, and like, obviously, I think, like, personally, I think Beyonce should have, like, stolen that. For sure, yeah. yes. But, you know, I mean, he's got the award and can't really do much about it, but... Yeah, we yeah. can't change it. <laughs> yeah. And now for Song of the Year. Um, the winner for this category was Just Like That oh. by country singer bon- Bonnie Raitt. Uh, biggest snubs for me here are About Damn Time by Lizzo, yeah, Bad sure. Habit by Steve Lacey, definitely, oh, for sure, yeah. Break My Soul by Beyonce, mm-hmm. Heart Part 5 by Kendrick Omar, mm-hmm. and the 10-minute version of All Too Well by Taylor Swift. Oh, I've got a, I've got a <laughs> rant about this one. Um, you know, if you guys are listening to this, you guys probably already know that I am a huge, huge Swifty. Um, but truly, All Too Well 10-minute version, Taylor's version, is like my all-time go-to song forever, and it probably will always be. And I just think that it's like... I don't know. It's yeah. just pure music. It's just pure heaven to my ears. I get and, that. And, like, I don't know. I definitely I think, think there were better songs to pick yeah, over just sure. this kind of legacy pick with Bonnie Raitt. Yeah. Uh, and finally, for the big four, we have Best New Artist, which went to Samara Joy. I have some opinions on this category because there was another artist nominated named Domi and J.D. Beck. Uh, these two make sort of jazz fusion, and I know that sounds boring, but it's very well made. They're very talented kids. They have a great career ahead of them. And on their first album, they had some of the jazz greats on there playing alongside them. So I really think they're just kind of breathing fresh life into jazz, and I would have loved to see it go to them. Yeah, um, I really think that they probably should have, I mean... Taken it, yeah. Yeah, honestly. All right, uh, now we're just going to talk about some categories that we wanted to mention. Uh, first up, we have the best music video, and that went to All Too Well, The Short Town yes! by Taylor Swift. Yes! I'm, I, okay, I need to tell you some, okay, so when I first heard that she won this Grammy, I was ecstatic, jumping around in my room. I was so glad that she won it, because, like, that short film is an absolute masterpiece. I watch it on the daily whenever I'm bored, and if it pops up in my YouTube, I'll watch it no matter what situation I'm in. And it's just, it just tells such a great story, and I'm really glad that she had won, and I'm glad that she gets to put her word out there to others. I definitely think it should have gone to her. All right, next out, I want to shout out Best Pop Duo Group Performance for Unholy by Sam Smith and Kim Petras. Truthfully, I'm not a huge fan of this song, and I know that a lot of people are. It's just never clicked with me. However, I definitely do need to say I think it was the best out of all the songs that could have been picked, and it's very, very nice to see the representation of a non-binary individual like Sam Smith and a trans woman like Kim Petras winning this award. Right, yeah. Um, And also, I mean, the song is pretty catchy in my opinion. Like, I I could see myself 
listening to it if I were, you know, into that kind of music. Yeah, for sure. Next up is Best Dance Slash Electronic Recording, which went to Break My Soul by Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Oh. No surprise to anyone. Yeah, I mean, honestly, this song is ugh. one of the best off the album. Yeah, for sure. Beyonce is a queen. Mm-hmm. This definitely should have gone to her. Yeah, um, I love Beyonce so much. I mean, yeah, she's just spectacular, and like she's extremely talented, and like it's so great that she got that award. And also for Best Dance Slash Electronic Music Album, it went to Renaissance by Beyonce, which... Oh, thank God. Yeah. I mean, it, it kind of had to. She's yeah. just so great, and that album is so great. Yeah, she's just so talented, and that album is, like, top tier, honestly. All right, and next up, I do have to rant a little bit here. There's a band called Turnstile, which is a hardcore band that recently released an album that still has those kind of hardcore themes, but with a lot dreamier aesthetics on it. Really great album, and it got nominated for a few Grammys, but it did not win any, which I personally disagree with. This album goes hard. It is sounds so great. It's so well-produced, well-mixed. Yeah. The instrumentation is great. Turnstile, you got robbed. And next, we're going to be talking about rap as a whole, and winning three out of the four categories was Kendrick Lamar, which I'm very happy to see because he just made he just makes such great music in general, but yeah. especially here, it definitely deserved to go to him. Yeah, especially as like his comeback album, mm-hmm. um, it was a really great album. I feel like yeah, um, and he definitely deserved that award. Mm-hmm. And not to throw shade to any of the other nominations because there were some good people in here like Pusha T and Future, but Kendrick. Uh, and just a super quick shout out to Bad Bunny for taking home a Grammy himself. Yeah. For sure. uh, Cool album, really popular. Mm-hmm. That was cool to see. And with a quick mention of her own, Evelyn will be talking about the best musical theater category. Hello. Okay, so the winner ended up being uh, the Into the Woods cast recording. It was up against MJ the Musical, Mr. Saturday Night, uh, Six Live on Opening Night, and A Strange Loop. Now, if you know me, you know I love Six to a concerning amount. It I have seen it three times. It is, like, lovely. I so, as much as I love Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, and the fact that it didn't win really annoyed me because I personally am not a huge fan of the Into the Woods soundtrack. I know there are many people out there who are, but it is definitely not my favorite by far. There are many other musicals that are way better. Uh, I've not heard any of the other musicals that were listed, but six, I think, should have had a better chance. Um, And next up, I do want to quickly mention Steve Lacey did win for Best Progressive R&B Album, Mm -hmm. but I do think this record was really good, and I kind of wish it would have won for something a little bit bigger. Yeah, honestly, um, like, the Gemini Rights album is, Mm -hmm. like, created beautifully, and I listen to it probably on a daily. Yeah. Um, And I think he probably should have won a bigger album, considering how, like, big the album looks. Yeah, for sure. Next up, we will be talking about the alternative categories really quickly, where Wet Leg won both things. Yeah! Super happy to see that. Um, I do need to shout out both Big Thief and Bjork, because they had some really great music, but so glad to see this band that released their song, Mm -hmm. first song, what, like six months ago, just taking off. Really great. Yeah, I'm really glad that they, like, even, like, got the award, because, like, they honestly really do deserve it. And next up, we do want to quickly shout out for Best Producer Non-Classical. Went to Jack Antonoff. Yeah! Um, a really great producer who's worked on some really great <clears throat> records, especially this year. 
and super happy to see it go to him. All right, well, this has been Bangers. And Zoinkers. With Beershide. And Zan. We're, We're out. out. You're right, you're right. And this has been Voices of the Ville. See ya! Voices of the Ville, Season 2, Episode 1, is recorded by Evan Beershide, India Moore, and Evelyn. Produced and edited by Tara Miller. Music by Evan Beershide. Special thanks to the Ville newspaper and Raw students and staff 